Hey, Chris, hoping you're staying cozy out there in New York City. With a high of 40 degrees and just a few clouds this morning, it sounds like a perfect Saturday to catch up on some news. And speaking of news, let's dive into what's happening around the world. In the evolving landscape of electric vehicles, Rivian announced layoffs amid pricing pressures. Meanwhile, Lucid Motors and Ford are adjusting their EV prices too. And as the EV market heats up, startups like Faraday Future and Cake face financial hurdles. But it's not all rough roads. Partech's new $300 million Africa Fund and Moonshot AI's billion-dollar Series B are making waves in the tech world. Our... I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Welcome to the Daily Digest from PocketPod News. Over at Google Search, an unannounced test removing the news filter sparked user confusion. This experiment hints at potential shifts towards AI-generated content in search results. And speaking of Google, their Gemini AI model faced backlash for producing historically insensitive images, igniting debates on diversity and tech responsibility. From the boardroom to your living room, these stories are shaping our digital lives. Stay with us for insights into these developments and more. You're tuned into the Daily Digest. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. The electric vehicle market is witnessing some seismic shifts lately. Absolutely, from Rivian announcing a significant workforce reduction to major price cuts by Lucid Motors and Ford. It's clear the EV industry is under some serious competitive pressure. But it's not all about EVs this week. The startup world is buzzing with developments in AI and the African tech ecosystem, showing that innovation isn't slowing down. Right, and speaking of innovation, OpenAI's new generative AI model, Sora, is turning heads with its high-resolution video creation capabilities. Plus, there's a growing conversation about the crucial role women are playing in AI development. To dive deeper into these stories, we're joined by PocketPod News business and finance correspondent Scott Dwyer. Scott, let's start with Rivian's workforce reduction. What can you tell us about the challenges faced by EV manufacturers today? Absolutely, Jonathan. Rivian's recent decision to lay off 10% of its workforce is a stark indicator of the hurdles within the electric vehicle market. This move isn't isolated. It echoes a trend we've been seeing across the sector. Over the past 18 months, Rivian had already reduced its staff by 6% twice due to similar pressures. These layoffs underline the intense competition and the inherent challenges in reaching profitability for EV makers. It's a tough landscape out there with companies grappling to balance innovation and growth against operational costs. Interesting points there, Scott. Now, we're also seeing price cuts from other EV manufacturers like Lucid Motors and Ford. What does this tell us about consumer behavior and market evolution? Well, these price adjustments from companies such as Lucid Motors and Ford are indicative of a maturing market where consumer price sensitivity is becoming more apparent. Lucid Motors has slashed prices to $69,900 for its base model, while Ford has made similar moves with its Mustang Mach-E. This pivot reflects an understanding that as the EV market grows, appealing to a broader consumer base necessitates more competitive pricing strategies. Essentially, it's not just about who has the most advanced technology anymore, but also who can make their vehicles accessible to an average buyer. Shifting gears a bit to startup funding trends, what's catching your eye in that space? 
The startup ecosystem is buzzing with activity, particularly in sectors like artificial intelligence, AI, and tech initiatives in Africa. Partech closing its second Africa fund at $300 million is a testament to the growing investor confidence in African tech startups' potential. Meanwhile, Bluestein Ventures raising $45 million for technologies focused on food supply chains underlines a keen interest in sustainable solutions among investors, and notably, Moonshot AI securing over $1 billion in Series B funding showcases the immense faith investors have in AI's transformative potential across industries. Speaking of AI, OpenAI's new generative model Sora seems to be pushing new boundaries. How significant is this development? Sora represents a leap forward in generative AI technology by enabling high-resolution video creation from mere text descriptions or images. Its launch underscores how far we've come in terms of AI capabilities and hints at vast applications across entertainment, education, and even marketing sectors despite current limitations such as accuracy or ethical concerns around deepfakes. Lastly, there's been talk about inclusivity within AI development circles, especially concerning women's role in it? Yes, indeed. The conversation around women's significant contributions to AI development is gaining momentum amidst broader discussions about diversity and inclusivity within tech fields, highlighting female innovators not only challenges predominant narratives, but also emphasizes how essential diverse perspectives are for creating ethical and effective technology solutions. It seems like despite some challenges within certain sectors like EVs, there's still plenty of innovation and investment happening across startups. Quite an exciting time. Thanks for all those insights, Scott. My pleasure, Jonathan. It's always fascinating to see how these industries evolve amidst various pressures and opportunities. In a bold move that has many scratching their heads, Google has temporarily removed the News tab from its search function. That's right. The company says it's an experiment to explore user preferences and possibly pave the way for AI integration. But this test is stirring up concerns about news accessibility and what it means for the future of digital media. And speaking of AI, Google's not stopping there. They've inked a hefty $60 million deal with Reddit to harness community data for AI training, which could majorly impact what we see in our search results. The timing is critical, too, as Vice News announces it's shutting down its site and laying off staff amid these sweeping changes. It begs the question, what's at stake for news organizations in this evolving landscape? To help us unpack all this, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent John Sykes. John, Google's tinkering with its search engine and diving deep into AI. How should we interpret these moves? Well, Jonathan, Google's recent activities really mark a significant shift in how the tech giant is positioning itself in the digital landscape. Starting with the removal of the News tab from its search function, this was part of an unannounced test that caught many by surprise. The company's goal here seems to be exploring new ways to present and filter search results, trying to gauge user preferences. However, it led to a bit of confusion and concern among users who rely on Google for news discovery. That sounds like quite a disruptive move. Can you tell us more about the introduction of an AI-powered overview in search? Absolutely. In place of the traditional news filter, some users encountered an AI-powered overview for their searches. This is a clear indication that Google is seriously considering integrating generative AI into more aspects of its services. 
Imagine typing in a search query, and instead of sifting through links, you get a concise AI-generated summary that pulls information from across the web. And what about Gemini? How does this fit into Google's broader strategy? Gemini is essentially at the heart of Google's push towards embedding AI across its product suite, including Gmail and Docs. Broadly released earlier this month, Gemini represents a strategic pivot towards leveraging AI to enhance and potentially transform how we use Google's services daily. However, it's important to note that they've had to pause its deployment due to concerns over diversity safeguards being too restrictive, a reminder of the challenges inherent in developing responsible AI. Speaking of challenges, there's been some buzz around Google's $60 million deal with Reddit. What's that about? Yes, that partnership is particularly intriguing. By securing access to Reddit's vast communities for AI training data through a $60 million deal, Google aims to enrich its search results and potentially alter content visibility dynamics. This could significantly influence which information gets prioritized in search results, raising questions about objectivity and bias in what we're exposed to online. And all these changes come at a challenging time for the digital media industry, right? Precisely. With Vice News announcing it would shut down its website and lay off staff amidst these changes by Google, we're seeing potential ripples across the digital media landscape. It underscores how technological shifts by major players like Google can have far-reaching impacts on news outlets and content creators alike. So what's your take on the future role of traditional news outlets in this rapidly evolving landscape? Jonathan, as we see these developments unfold with Google leaning heavily into AI integration and altering how news content might be accessed or prioritized online, traditional news outlets are facing an existential challenge but also an opportunity to adapt and innovate within this new paradigm while maintaining their crucial role as sources of reliable information. John Sykes from PocketPod News Technology Correspondent John Sykes, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. Google's attempt to promote diversity through its AI has hit a snag. That's right. Their Gemini conversational AI platform, along with the Imogen 2 model, stirred up controversy by producing images that inaccurately represented historical figures like the founding fathers of the United States as a multicultural group. This incident has opened up a wider debate on the challenges of integrating diversity and historical accuracy in AI-generated content. PocketPod news technology analyst Paige Owens joins us to discuss the fallout from this blunder and what it means for the future of AI development. Absolutely, Jonathan. This situation with Google's Gemini conversational AI platform and the Imagine 2 model has indeed stirred a significant conversation regarding the balance between diversity and historical accuracy in AI-generated content. To begin with, Google found itself at the center of controversy after its AI attempted to promote diversity by generating images that portrayed the founding fathers of the United States as a multicultural group. This move, while well-intentioned in its effort to address systemic biases within AI models, resulted in historically inaccurate representations that ignited widespread debate. That sounds like quite the oversight on Google's part. Can you delve into how the public reacted to this incident? The reaction was swift and divided, Jonathan. On one hand, critics accused Google of pushing a woke agenda, claiming that such moves contribute to technological overreach and distort historical facts. On the other hand, there were voices concerned about the broader implications of AI's role in shaping our understanding of history and culture. This backlash is reflective of ongoing societal debates around diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI, and technology companies' influence on public discourse. Interesting points there. What was Google's response to all this criticism? 
In response, Google issued what could be described as an apology-adjacent statement. They acknowledged that their attempt at injecting diversity led to these inaccuracies due to systemic biases present in their training data and a failure to properly account for historical context when generating images. Essentially, they pointed out the technical challenges they face in developing AI models that are both diverse and contextually accurate. It seems like systemic bias in training data played a significant role here. Could you explain more about that? Certainly. The controversy sheds light on a wider issue within AI development. Systemic biases are often embedded within training data itself. These biases can cause AI models like Imagen2 to default towards depicting white individuals more frequently due to their overrepresentation in source material used for training these systems. It raises important questions on how developers can ensure their models reflect global diversity accurately without introducing historical inaccuracies. And what about implicit instructions or system prompts? How do they fit into this picture? To counteract these inherent biases, companies like Google incorporate implicit instructions or system prompts designed to encourage diversity or prevent inappropriate content generation within their models. However, as we've seen with this blunder, such measures can backfire without careful calibration for specific contexts, leading to unexpected outcomes like rewriting historical figures as multicultural ensembles. With all these complexities, who should bear responsibility for these kinds of mistakes? While it might be easy to blame the machine or even label it as an inadvertent error due to overly cautious algorithms, ultimately the responsibility rests with the developers who create and refine these systems. This situation underscores the need for greater transparency and accountability in AI development processes, ensuring that efforts toward inclusivity do not compromise factual accuracy. Paige Owens from PocketPod News Technology Analysis Team, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. And that's the Daily Digest for Saturday, February 24th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.